All right, so uh, we are up to the 13th letter, page 181, and he's discussing now the category of Edus. And again, he's going to say it, uh, he'll actually mention it specifically in this letter, but it's good uh, to point out again that here of Hirsch is giving a kind of summary or introduction to the Sefer Chayrev, where he actually gets into all each specific mitzvah and he goes into the details of the mitzvah and what we call the Taimea mitzvah or the Shrashia mitzvah. So here he's kind of just giving an overview of the different categories that he's discussing. We discussed um, the categories of Tairais, the ideas. We discussed the, the, the Mishpat, these are ideas of, of justice between two equals, between two human beings. We discussed Chukim, this is the ideas of justice between a man and things that are inferior to him, including his own body, including uh, you know, animals, and etc. And then we discussed um, last week the mitzvahs of what, what he calls mitzvahs, which are, uh, which are the mitzvahs of ava, of love. And that is, it's not enough just to have justice. Justice means you give the something else what it's due. Ava is love, and that's acting with love towards others, towards other things, towards other people. And of course, first and, first and foremost, towards yourself, to, to build yourself up and not just be about yourself, but also build that outward. That's your family, your wife, children, community, etc. Now he's discussing the category of Eidus. Eidus, uh, you know, in, uh, in Chayrev is actually the second category he discusses. It comes right after Tairus, right, which are the more the Chayrev Salvavis. And they're very closely related, right? Because they, they are about expressing certain ideas. Over here he puts them later, and he gives it a, very, a big chapter, and he gets into it a lot. And I'm, I imagine, you know, that part of the idea is, is that the Eidus, maybe more than most other mitzvahs, was what came under attack by the Reform. Right, because uh, they would call these uh, the ceremonial mitzvahs. Right, these are mitzvahs of like ceremony. Yeah, Shabbos, okay, so we don't do work, we blow the shayfa. These are ceremonies they would call them. Right, and uh, Lahavdal, non-Jews have their ceremonies. Like ultimately, they're not that important. It's like okay, it was ceremonial. Right? So let's say you know Shabbos. Right, so we'll we'll get into Shabbos actually at the end of this letter, maybe next week, um, where you know it's about Hashem created the world. Okay, just know that Hashem created the world. Just uh, just say it. Just think it. Right, you gotta do a whole Shabbos, a whole right. The Sukkah, ah, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Yeah, gotta do a whole. This, well, what's, what's the point of it, right? What's the idea? And of her is defending these symbolic mitzvahs, right? And, and as I'll say, right, Shabbos, uh, yeah, it's symbolic, and we'll discuss the idea of symbolism. But ultimately, if you mechal Shabbos, you get skila, right? It's a very big deal. And of her is is, is uh, going to spend a lot of time. Uh, volume three of his collected writings, the entire thing is on Jewish symbolism. That's what he calls these mitzvahs, symbols, and we'll define that term in a minute. Um, symbols and it's an entire volume the first like 50 pages he gets into like the lumness of symbols and what do symbols mean how do symbols work and then he does like a deep dive into three mitzvahs a mila tefillin and a tzitzis and then at the end he gets into the kalim of the mishkan which also you know are part of this idea of symbols so uh, again a beautiful uh, one of my favorite volumes maybe uh, my favorite volume in the collected writings is volume three um, yeah so edus in order to act out your life in justice and love right so in other words what he's saying here is like this, and this is in our first category. Again, when we do mitzvahs, we, we don't compartmentalize things, right? We don't start thinking, okay, we're doing this because of love, this of justice, right? These are enriched mitzvahs, but ultimately we do mitzvahs. Right? People get a little bit nervous when you start getting into reasons of mitzvahs. You know, yes, we understand, we do all the mitzvahs because Hashem said, whether we understand the mitzvahs or not. But Refresh is trying to give us a perspective here, right? So we have the mitzvahs, which we would really call like the crux of the law, right? If the purpose of man, of Klai Yisrael, is to do the law of Hashem, which is to act in a way between human beings, between your creation, right? The give and take, the, the building up society, right? So those mitzvahs are what we discussed. These are mishpat, chukim, mitzvah, right? these are the, right? The other mitzvahs, like the tyrus, which are the ideas, 
they're the foundations of a person's life upon which everything else is built. If you don't believe that Hashem created the world and you don't have Avas Hashem, Yeres Hashem, then you're not going to be able to do the mitzvahs and, and, and follow Hashem's His will. That's obvious, right? So these are ideas. So the mitzvahs of like, you know, Shema Yisrael and Avedi Zara and these kinds of mitzvahs, Ava Yira, Kedusha, these are the, the mental, emotional foundations upon which your life is built. So now you can do what we call like, you know, the, 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 the kishkas, right? That's why Rehersh later on is going to be so upset that like, you know, that we sell Shulchan Aruch just Arachayim, right? We'll discuss here, most of the mitzvahs of Edus are part of Arachayim. These are mitzvahs which are meant to, right? In order to live a life, it's not enough to just, okay, I know Hashem created the world, I believe in all that stuff, now let's get on with, the, with living life and being a good person and then all the things that we discussed over the last few weeks. Right? In order to act out your life in justice and love, a one-time acknowledgement of the basic truths of life is not enough, Right? Also, right, so not enough to just once, you know, one time, because it's not going to happen, right? We spoke about this, you know, uh, you know, all the Kabbalists that we make on Yom Neroyim, right? Most of them fall by the wayside because people love Kabbalists because it's practical and people love to be practical. But if there's no, you know, underpinning, emotional renewal and, and, and drive, it's just going to fizzle out, right? There has to be, it's not a one time, okay, I'm Rosh Hashanah, I do a little bit of tshuva, I regret it, okay, this year I'm going to, whatever, whatever, pick your Kabbalah, right? The, the great, important, practical Kabbalah is benching from a bencher and leaving it turn on until after Revolt Seer, right? That's the, <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, so, uh, right, it's, it's not going to happen because, you know, the, the, that the one, um, you know, uh, I think I say this last week, I read this in a book recently, this thing about Avar Cutler, he was like, he would give a little, uh, he, I think he was talking, you know, he was kind of referencing Newton's law of motion. He said, you know, Newton has a law of motion that once an object, an object in motion will remain in motion until, you know, a force will stop, right? The planets will keep on going. Avar says, you know, uh, he says, you know, a person's ruchnius in motion will not continue going in motion. It needs a new force to keep on pushing it, right? It doesn't just keep on going. You don't, there's no autopilot here. You got to give it a new push and a new push and a new push, right? Also, right, so which is why, again, he's going to say these mitzvahs are constant constant infusions, constant reminders, sometimes daily, weekly, monthly, annual reminders for these very important ideas. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Also, your task as Yisrael, a messenger to mankind, bearer of the teaching about God and the mission of humanity, right? again, being a Yid, what we saw is the Arla Goyim, is not accomplished merely by building your life upon these basic truths. You, know, you can't just live your life you know, quietly, you know, interactions, in business, personal life. That's not enough. To attain these goals, you must imprint the fundamental ideas of life and their implications upon the soul over and over again by putting them into words as well as by symbolic actions. Right? You have to demonstrate them. You have to, right? you have to do a physical representation and demonstration of these ideas. Right? Tefillin, you have to publicly show these ideas and it has to permeate every part of you. In this way, you forever preserve them for yourself as well as for others. Right? It's not just about you, it's not just in your own mind, it's publicly doing things, constantly doing them and redoing them, first of all, impressing them upon you. Right? You wear tefillin every day, you have Shabbos every week, right? These are ideas which, right? And plus, they're also a physical outward demonstration which is showing these ideas and expressing them publicly. This is the intrinsic idea of Eidus. The basic life-dispensing truths must be reiterated and impressed upon the mind and the emotions in daily life as concrete as possible preferably by signs and practices, giving symbolic expression to the underlying ideas, right? So an edos is so much more than just, okay, Hashem created the world, let's just do an action to show that Hashem created the world. Yeah, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, let's eat matzah. It's a physical representation. It's concrete, it's real, right? It's an action that we're doing. So first of all, that impresses it upon us, things that are abstract, 
right? They're never the same, right? It's the difference between a, a meeting and a Zoom meeting, right? It's a Zoom meeting is nice, but when you're there, right? It's like, uh, you know, when, when uh, I think Rebbeinu will appreciate it, you know, like I was very cynical about these, you know, trips to Europe, right? Okay, I'll look at a picture of Sabatka if I want to see what the building looked like, you know? But what? what? When you're there, it's a different story, right? It's when you're actually sitting there in these places, you know, and I'm not a chassid. When we're in Poland and you're sitting in the Garabase Medrash, it, it, it affects you in a very real way, right? We're, we're, we're part of a world and physical and realness, right? You know, that, that's, that's, it's, 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 that, that is something which is concrete, as well as being a public demonstration. When you're doing a mitzvah, Right, you're expressing it publicly. What you just think that Hashem created the world, you think that's very nice. I think, oh, my house is dedicated to Hashem. But when there's a mezuzah on your house, you're demonstrating this idea in a very, very real and concrete way, right? And that's the idea of Edus. I'll tell you something interesting. Refers says another idea about Edus, a kind of related idea, and he says it specifically about Shaifer, right? It's an idea that applies to all mitzvahs, but he says it by Shaifer, and I think there's a specific reason for it, right? He says the Allah is mitzvahs triches kavana. We pass in mitzvahs triches kavana, right? You need to have kavana. But the kavana is only the kavana that you're doing a mitzvah, right? So as long as you have kavana, you're doing a mitzvah. You don't have to have kavana for specific mitzvahs. As great as shayfer and uyushenim, as long as you have in mind you're doing a mitzvah, you don't have to have all right. Even the mitzvahs like we paskin, like not like the shach. Even the mitzvahs where the Torah says the reason very clear, right? Shabbos is oisibe, right? Laman yedu dere seichem kibas sukkah shabbos. The Torah says there's not there's not a, not, a, not, a, not, a, not, a, not hiding the reason for sukkah. Laman yedu dere seichem. As long as you have in mind you're doing a mitzvah, you don't have to have in mind the tifa reasons for it. Right? And all the, all the things that we're talking about now in the Edus that you're demonstrating, those are not ma'akim in the mitzvah. And it's interesting, why should that be? Right? You think, if the purpose of this mitzvah is to remind us of certain ideas, to express certain ideas, then, uh, then uh, that should be ma'akim in the mitzvah, right? But Rav Hirsch says an amazing thing. He says, when you do an action, when you do a mitzvah, that action is very, very real. You made it part of your reality, right? You publicly and inwardly, you did something which is a very, very real action. And even if at the moment that you did it, it doesn't strike you, but you did the action and that's with you forever. And you never know when that action is gonna actually come and have its effect. Right? A mitzvah is not just for the right here and now, right? And that's, I think, why he says it by Shafer, right? You both Shafer, sometimes you go through a Rosh Hashanah, okay, you know, then you feel a little bit depressed. What was that all about? But that sound of the Shafer, you heard it, you blew it, it's there, it's concrete. And one day that sound is going to, you never know when that sound of the shaifer is going to ring in your ears. And he says the, the famous story from the Gemara Menachis, right? Where you had this Talmud, it was a big Baltaiva, and you'd go around doing Averis with all these women, and he traveled once to the Zaina, and uh, he was on his way up, she was on like this uh, tall throne or whatever, and he's going and he's taking off his clothing, and uh, his tzitzis gets caught over there in the bed. And all of a sudden it hits him, tzitzis, he quickly runs and goes back to Bismedrish, right? That city is Chayza B'tshuva. And at first he says, I don't understand. He wore tzitzis, he put the tzitzis on in the morning, he made a bracha, <laughs> right? He wore tzitzis for all the years. Apparently he was wearing tzitzis, right? And he was wearing them that morning when he traveled to who knows where to design, right? And now, mitamol, you don't know when the mitzvah will have that impact. You do a mitzvah, that mitzvah is there and may not have an impact then, but that mitzvah, if, it, as long as, right, if it's just in your head, okay, then it's in your head, here today, gone tomorrow, it's abstract. When you do a mitzvah, an action, that mitzvah is forever, right? And of course the Gemara says the postscript is that the, Zayna, the lady went and followed him back to Bismedrish and then Megayar ended up marrying him, you know, so, uh, but again, a mitzvah is, it's, and it's so much more, this is what he, he didn't like, the, the reform, and you'll see in the 18th letter and even parts of Marinavuchim where he's, you know, he has a problem with because of this. Eidos, it's not just a symbol, you know, it's not just a ceremony, 
Oh, it's a ceremony. You know, Jewish culture, we have to have our ceremonies. These mitzvahs are very real and they're expressing very, very real ideas. And if you go against it, you're going to, right? If, 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 if by you doing malacha on Shabbos, it's equivalent to denying that Hashem created the world because you're physically, right? It's symbolically expressing the idea of Hashem creating the world. And by you going against that, you're chayv skila. So it's the most chamadika thing. You know, I had this, this hergish, you know, the Supreme Court in, in their infinite wisdom, Paskin, that you're allowed to burn flags, right? It's political free speech, burn the flag, right? It used to be burning a flag was illegal, right? It's treason. You can't burn a flag, right? Like burning a flag, like grow up, big deal. No, because it's, it's a symbol. This flag represents the United States. And it's a very, I, I was by, I was by a, a military funeral once, right? I had a chavrusa that, had, that was in the Navy. He was, his name was uh, Justin Zemser. He was in, a student at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. And he was killed in a train crash. And uh, a few years ago in Philly, I don't know if you remember, there was an Amtrak crash. And I was by his funeral. It was, uh, you know, he, was, it was, he was in the Marines. He was you know, in Annapolis. And so all his classmates were there in their white you know, Marine uniform. And you there, and then, you know, and then it wasn't, you know, it was in the Jewish cemetery. It was, you know, but, you know, there was the Rabbi Fine was there. There was a Rav there. But, you know, they did also the military rights there. And, you know, first they, they shoot the, the three volley salute, right? And then they take the bullet casings. And then they put it in the flag and they fold the flag in a very specific way, right? And the flag is folded to look like a, a hat in the Continental Army. And then they tuck the bullets into the thing. And it's actually a Shiloh if you're a ladu because you're not allowed to use a, a flag as a Kaylee, right? And then they present it to the mother with the whole thing. It's, and it's like, it's, it's, a very, it's a very somber and it makes it very, very real and meaningful. Yeah, you could just say, get up there, Mimaspid. He was in the army and he served this country. But that's a completely different story than when you're expressing the ideas in, in actions, right? It's a very, very real. And it really, really, it, it hit home the idea of, of symbols. They are very real and very powerful. And we know this in our own lives, right? When we do things, right? When you get down on a knee to propose, right? It's, it's a symbol, right? What does it mean? Okay, hey, will you marry me? Throw, throw it a ring, right? When you do things, symbols, they make things very real. And when we're expressing the ideas, the most important ideas in Yiddishkeit, right? These mitzvahs, these edus, these physical, the erechayim, are extremely powerful and extremely important. And they are the difference, right? To, to sit there and just, uh, right, Rav Hirsch says that, you know, the, 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 the luchas rishaynas, the, 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 the first set of the aseris adibris, the first five have been adam l'makim, right? So it starts, I am God, right? Every religion has their beliefs. But where does it end? It ends... In in uh, in Kabbalah which is right, which is a very very specific, concrete, physical right. We're honoring our parents. It's been out of Mamakim, right? We're honoring our parents because they are the, the tradition. They are the ones who brought us into this world, and, and we have to honor them, right? Also been out of Mamakim right? So our our religion is not just ideas. They actually become concrete. They become actions, right? He says in in, in the, the second five, which has been Adam the so it starts very concrete. Don't kill, don't steal, but it ends in the, the Torah is also supposed to change you. Like Sachman, it's also supposed to change your, your mind, right? So it's a little contrast. But again, these mitzvahs are extremely important, and if you do them with the Right, and you and you, you, you infuse them with meaning, but they're but they're real and they're and they're they're, they're actions. They're here. They're in this world. I was will get into more. I'll get into more things soon. The fundamental concepts are that Hashem is the Creator and Lord of the universe. That everything in it belongs to Him. That man is its custodian, meant to act according to His will, and that Israel is the beer of this doctrine about the function of mankind. Again, he just gave a bunch of basic ideas that are Hashem's world, right? And we are, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're messengers in this world. And again, all the mitzvahs, he kind of, these ideas are, con- are concretized by the ordinances of Bechar, Chala, Arla, Chadash, right? Um, and Shabbos, as well as Yoivo, Shemitah, Truma, Bikurim. Um, the latter for relationship to the soul of Israel, right? So again, the idea of the Bechar, of the firstborn son, that's showing that 
the firstborn, that's the first one, right? That everything that you have, right? Your child, your family is for the Rebbeinah right? You take the first fruit. You take the, the first three years. What you're demonstrating is that this land is not just here for money and power. It's for the Rebbeinah but You're here just as a chef for the Rebbeinah And Shemitah and Yevil, this uh, kind of applies even more so in Eretz Yisrael. Right, 182. The idea that Hashem is the creator and guardian of Yisrael's national body and national spirit is expressed by Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, and Shemini Atzeres. Right. So again, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim and all the Nisim that come from, that come from it. Again, how the specific mitzvahs of these Yavim Tovim demonstrate that? Well, that we'll have to get to Chayyim. Right. He's Yisrael's guardian in exile too. That's Chanukah and Purim. Right? These are there are bundles, These are mitzvahs of Galus. The recognition that physical existence requires meaning only through the spiritual, and that freedom is attained only through law. It's demonstrated by Sphere, right? We left Mitzrayim, we're free, and now what do we do? We count the Matan Torah. That's what gives it meaning. Right? When, uh, when we start to, you know, grinding, uh, you know, cutting down, harvesting our, our grain, right? We have to remember, we have to count to the Torah. That's what gives everything meaning. The tiniest reminds us of the causes and purpose of Golos, right? That's we have, uh, right? Uh, you know, Tzem Gedalia, right? What's Tzem Gedalia? Gedalia was killed. Tzem Gedalia was the final tiniest of the Chorban, right? It starts with Asar B'Teves, when they uh, surrounded Yerushalayim, Shemas Batamas, they breach it, Tisha B'av, they destroy it, but even afterwards, we still had our own governor. We had Gedaliah, he was the, the, the Babylonians appointed him, and there were plenty of Yidin there. When he was assassinated, that was like the nail in the coffin of the Chorban. Right? Similar to like what Beitar, you know, that was like the final rebellion. Again, it's a, it's a, and warns us against the, transe- the transgressions that exiles have to bring about. Right? Again, these are symbolic mitzvahs, Sanctification of the body and warning against animal-like behavior expressed by brismila. Brismila, we're, we're martam es arlas es arla, right? That means we're demonstrating we have to curb the, the, the physical taiva. The lessons taught by tefillin is that we should rally all the powers of our mind, heart, and body in the service of the one alone. Right? We tie it to our mind, we tie it to our arms, that all of our thoughts and actions are dedicated to Hashem. Again, there's a lot of details here that we have to get into. One of Hirsch's things, and we'll mention this in a minute, is that every detail of the mitzvah has to stim with your reason for the mitzvah, right? Which is, which is specifically not like the Rambam, right? Rambam is, Rambam is a little bit more general. Mitzvahs, they have reasons more generally. The specific details are the tzarif asabrias, he says, right? But again, the idea is that, that uh, Rav Hirsch, every detail of the mitzvah, specifically the ones that are dairaisa, the ones that are ma'akiv, right? Like when he talks about the sar la'azazel, right? So he gives this beautiful pshat in the shnei se'irim, the two, the two goats, right? And so when he gives a pshat, so sar la'azazel, the halacha is that it's not ma'akif to throw it off the cliff. You have to send it into the midbar, but actually throwing it off the cliff is not ma'akif. Right? We paskin that that's not ma'akif. So that, that can't be essential to the reason for the mitzvah, right? Because if you don't have to do it, then it can't, it's a mitzvah, so it has, to, you know, it has to play in, but it can't be that this is, you know. And again, we'll, we'll see, you know, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Shabbos next week. But, uh, right, is that we have to know what's the essential parts of the mitzvah and what's kind of the derabanans, what's the, what's the agav. Not that derabanans are not important, but that in understanding the reason for the mitzvah, the Rabbanans can't really, can't be part of it, right? The Rabbanans can maybe show us a certain perspective. The rabbis made a certain mitzvah, right? Whatever Shabbos is, the mitzvahs of Kavid, Einik Shabbos, are meant to enhance Shabbos, right? But what is Shabbos, right? You know, Rosh Hashanah, the mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is Tkiah Shefer. I mean, Tashlich and apple and the honey is wonderful, but that's not what the mitzvah, right? That's not the, right? Machis Echonis and Shefris, maybe it's Deiraisa, maybe it's not, right? It's not clear how much of it's Deiraisa. But in other words, in order to understand the mitzvahs, we have to know what the actual mitzvah is. And the Hirsch will say, this, uh, say as much soon. Concrete awareness of the invisible one and his self-revelation in the past is brought to us by Tzitzis, right? And Hashem, remember, they're meant to remind us that the human reason provides only limited protection in the battle against sensuality. 
right? That you can't be a sir achel vavkem and erechem, right? If you went after your eyes and 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 and, and heart, you would uh, your person's heart and mind leads him to to znus, it leads him to terrible things. Just to remind you, no, there's a reminder shalom, right? And uh, uh, clothing specifically, which covers over a human. Okay, again, this is all elaborated consecration of our home as a sanctuary of God and our life. Uh, a service is symbolized by the mezuzah, matzah and geranasha. Acknowledge the Yaakov aspect of Yisrael's mission, right? Matzah is lechemayni, right? It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a poor man's bread, and yeah, we're eating it on b'shas cheres. We're eating it on Pesach when we're talking about free. Why to remind us that uh, that you know that we we are weak even at the moment of gullus. We're eating matzah. We're be'etzim very weak, and it's all there, Ben right? Get hanasha. The fact that we are meant to be poor and self-acquired power and independence to be able to discharge a spiritual task. Wise use of possessions neither to be worshipped nor to be despised is demonstrated by lulav and by sukkah, right? And by maestress, right? So again, sukkah, right? Is that uh, it's a diras arai, right? And the protection the, right, that comes from the rabbanishlam, right? It's a davar tzamak kabbal grows from the ground. Again, right? Which is what's the opposite of sukkah, right? The sukkah is all about the schach. The opposite is the, is a roof, is a gag, right? Goygumagayg. Hirsch writes about this. That's the final battle is between. Which is the opposite of sukkah, right? We always find Mashiach when it comes to sukkah. Sukkah shall of Yasam, when Mashiach comes, we're going to sit in the sukkah, right? That's all this, uh, okay? Finally, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, the Shoifer, and the, and the new moon, teach us self scrutiny, guided by the thought that Hashem is our king, our judge, and our father, right? Shoifer calls us to tshuva, calls to remind us that we have to start doing a cheshbin on Nefesh. And then finally, after we, do, after we kind of do that cheshbin, calls us to reevaluate our lives. They lead us to recognition and acknowledgement of the fact that we forfeit our claim to life and existence if we do not raise ourselves anew to a pure form. Again, we'll continue this next week, but just, to, just wanted to just, uh, just cover Yom Kippur, right? He's saying here very, very, again, just to, just to show you how in two sentences he's actually saying a, a lot, because again, there's a lot, the Chayr will get into a lot. Um, to sound like a broken record. But the Yom Kippur, is two mitzvahs on Yom Kippur, right? So first of all, Rosh Hashanah is about scrutiny. It's about self-examination. You're listening to the sound of the Shafer, it's calling you to Teshuvah. To teshuva. Do a cheshman nefesh. Examine your life. Think about everything. You know, think about your life in the past. Think about you know, the good things that you should keep, the bad things that you should get rid of. Once you know what you did wrong, you know, now we come into, and we got to do tshuva, right? Because we spent the Rosh Hashanah examining our lives. Uri Yishenim Yishinaschem, come and do tshuva. Now it's time for us to do tshuva for the things that we realize that we did wrong. Right? What are the two mitzvahs on Yom Kippur? There's two mitzvahs on Yom Kippur. Right? There's v'inisem which is inoi, which the Chazal say means to withhold pleasure, right? There's no mitzvah to pain yourself. You don't wear spikes on your... Uh, yeah, right? But there's a mitzvah to withhold pleasure. Eating and drinking, right? and all the basic tehei are withholdings of pleasure, right? And then what's the second mitzvah? You also get karis. is loisasa malacha. Ki oisa malacha, right, is v'nichrasa. It's a, it's a karis, right? Yamtif is, is a lav. Yamtif, you don't do malacha because you're supposed to be cut off from malacha in order to focus on the yamtif. But you can cook on yamtif, right? Shabbos the Issa Malacha, that's Skila, that's a whole different thing. That's to remind us Hashem created the world, which we'll say next week, right? Yom Kippur is no cooking, right? You can't eat, and it's a Issa Karis. It's a very, it's fundamental. It's not just, you know, uh, don't do Malacha, like don't do Malacha on Yom Tif, which is more, it's a lav, because, you know, you, if you're busy Malacha, you're not going to be able to focus on the, on the Yom Tif. Yom Kippur, the Sias Malacha is fundamental. And he says, what's the idea? Is that, the, what is Tshuva, what is Vidoy? Vidoy is expressing the Averis that you did, and you're supposed to acknowledge how inadequate you are. And that you did Averis, Hashem put you in the world for a reason, and you went against Hashem's law, you don't deserve to partake in the pledges of this world, right? You, you don't deserve to enjoy life. You don't deserve to do malacha, to partake. What's malacha? Malacha is being part of this world, building, creating. Hashem gives man shlita over this world. That's what malacha is. We'll see next week. Malacha is creative activity, right? He discussed that at length in the, in the end of this letter. What? 
Okay. Besides Kara, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's uh, that's already teeth. Yeah, um, that's in Kisisa. What did you talk about that in uh, Kisisa? Yeah. Um, sorry. So in other words, what you're showing is Hashem, right? I, I don't. This is. I always. This is. This is how it should always be. I shouldn't be able to enjoy life. I shouldn't be able to participate. I should be poor and weak because I, I'm going. Right. You put me in this world. There's a wonderful world, and you're only letting me partake in it. You're only letting me enjoy it. Because I'm doing a ratzen. Hashem put us here not for our own pleasure and agav on the side trying to do some mitzvahs. Hashem put us here in order to, 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 to do his ratzen, right? And the pleasure and our ability to partake in the world is a hechetimsa to serve Hashem. And if we, and if we do aver, we forfeit that right. We say Hashem, right? We're demonstrating symbolically through fasting that Hashem, this is what I deserve because of my chet. By not doing malacha, we're demonstrating Hashem, this is what I deserve because of my chet. Right? And by doing so, that's the great, basically the, the symbols of Yom Kippur right, are physical demonstrations of what Vido is. Right? You're, what's what Vido is? Vido is acknowledging the Avera and acknowledging you know, how terrible it is and, and, and what you deserve because of it. Right? So read it again. They lead us to recognition and acknowledgement of the fact that we forfeit our claim to life and existence if we do not raise ourselves anew to a pure future. That's why Yom Kippur It's not about torture. Right? When you're hungry, you should think. This is what I deserve, right? This is I should, why, why, why should I enjoy life? Why should I be able to sit there to, to, to enjoy the, the, the bounty of Hashem's world when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm here for a completely different reason? It's like the, you know, the guy that, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's like you, know, you have this like, experience where, like, you know, when you fast, so you, especially when you're younger, right? So you fasted and your mother's making the, the eggs and the toast and the soup and then your 10-year-old brother comes in and he starts eating, right? There's nothing that gets you more mad. Like, I fasted, it's not for you, right? What are you doing? You know, it's not for you, right? It's not for you. Right? That, that, this is not for you. The world, this wonderful world, is not here. It's not, it's not a shemogispo just to, to, just to enjoy the pleasure. It's here because you're doing the Ratzon Hashem. And by doing Avera, we forfeit that right. And that's why Yom Kippur. And then when you emerge from Yom Kippur, now you sit in Hashem's sukkah. That's the greatest simcha that you can possibly have. Right? Okay, we'll continue more uh, later tomorrow. But again, these are just kind of Rashi Prakim. And, uh, and these mitzvahs are symbols, and sometimes we think that they're less important. Again, we, Rav Hirsch is afraid sometimes people give them too much importance, right? We focus on them too much, and we ignore the other, the other mitzvahs, right? But again, it's not just symbols. These mitzvahs are physical demonstrations, representations of the most important ideas. And only by doing these mitzvahs, by doing the actions, can we ingrain these ideas in us, constantly repeat. Once a week, we need to have a Shabbos, right? Once a week, right? We need to have these ideas. Fill it every day. Tzitzis every day, right? Bismillah's on us every day, right? Mitzvahs that we need to do constantly to ingrain these ideas in us. And also, we're, by doing them, we're physically demonstrating them publicly. We're announcing them. This is who we are. This is what we are. And, uh, and, that's, and that's the only way that we can, uh, that we can hope to actually be a, to, to, to live a life as a good year. Otherwise, uh, you know, just thinking, ah, Hashem created the world and He wants us to do His mitzvahs, that's not going to cut it. All right. <laughs>